The Nets molly the Knicks again. It, it just seems to be like a given. Kevin Durant hasn't lost to them since 2013. The dominance shall continue. Let's talk basketball. Sam, coming, this has been a yuck. All of those adjectives. Season, right? Like, yep. That's not a. We've we've won our record away. We're gonna have the we're gonna break the Nets away record. Yep. You know what I want to talk about today? I want to talk about. I want to talk about, and, and, gauge. How people measure to come to their tech takes. I, let me let me explain that better. If anything has been proven the last twenty days of of Nets world, right? Of everything that is Nets, I think it's a clear. The results say. The turnover that the team has faced because of Kyrie Irving has got us here in this in, in this point of the season. I think not complicated data. I'm not talking about win shares. I'm not talking I'm talking simple results. Now we were a first place team in December for the entire month of December on the last day we became tied but primarily for the entire month of December that's that's November December that that's almost three months into a season am am, am I wrong in, in how I'm viewing it Sam no you're dead on okay we decide we need Kyrie. We and we do. We do need Kyrie. We, ha, the I at the time said it's the only decision to make. Let's let him play on the road. We do that. Now, based on the most simplest basketball results, I don't want to get into. I don't even want to talk about the defense which has gotten worse, which in games that Kyrie has played, the Brooklyn Nets have the worst defensive rating in history. I I, I didn't know how to look it up. I asked and someone showed me. <laughs> and I still can't fucking believe it, Sam. The worst defensive rating when he in games that he plays that is is a is is something we could bring up but let's not get that complicated 
let's just talk about winning and losing. And I and I know the defense. I know the defense. But James Harden was here. Why do you think James Harden is not here? <laughs> Sam, tell <laughs> Sam, it's been a yuck season. Tell me why. Just play devil's advocate. Even if you agree with me, play devil's advocate. Tell me why that's not the right assessment. Uh, and, then, I mean, I, and I'll get to my point after. Sorry. That. <laughs> if I was playing devil's advocate, I'd basically say that, look, like uh, the team, the team's downfall uh, wasn't Kyrie, but it was really that, you know, Harris got hurt. KD got hurt. Harden, you know, quit on the team. Uh, and, and I mean, it, and, and it's hard to not play devil's advocate on Kyrie without eventually, um, disparaging Mayor Adams and his decision and basically saying that it wasn't Kyrie's decision to not get the vaccine. That is the reason why they're in this position, but it's more so Mayor Adams's position of keeping the mandate. And that's why. So, so that's the, that's kind of the other, uh, angle that that you can take but i mean you know where i stand on this but one you know if that's not reality what you just said <laughs> to, you know what i'm saying like i i don't even talk in our group chats because i'm so frustrated i uh, yeah, yeah you you took a sabbatical i because it's, again, Steve Nash runs seven seconds or less. If you know anything about that system, is that sometimes that system is prone to looking like there's no system at all because it's a read-react system. It starts with some big man coming to the perimeter and setting a pick. How you can't watch Nets basketball and see clearly Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant waving off picks and going it alone, it it baffles me and it tells me and it informs me. Like I, I I'm not saying this is the same thing as as a as a data driven uh, uh, metric. I'm not banking on it as much as I would something that had a clear data point. I'm saying you could look at the way we play basketball, and the yesterday against the Knicks was a great example of this. The first half, it was, I'm trying to get 61 again, Kyrie. It was Kevin Durant doing everything he can to get Kyrie going. Because what Kevin Durant understands, whether all of the things that I said was true, it doesn't matter because they've already happened. You can't go back in time and you're going into the playoffs with Kyrie Irving. So he has to get the very best version of Kyrie Irving because when Kyrie Irving isn't scoring, he's not playing defense. So KD does in the first half tries everything he can to get Kyrie go- going. Did he get going, Sam? In the first half, that is. 
I mean, not really. It was pretty. Uh, it was no. Pretty I mean, I guess he he got going relatively to everybody else, but no. The worst thing you could do to Patty Mills, and it took me a little while to understand this, is to put Patty Mills in a system where one dude is basically going YOLO, basically playing freestyle basketball, and the rest of the team is kind of standing around and waiting to see if he does beat his man to the rim. And if he doesn't, he's going to kick it out to you with the with like two seconds left. <laughs> and you're Patty Mills who is a structured system basketball player, you're going to shoot like he has in these past few weeks. You're going to see his weaknesses exacerbated from, from him having to play so much basketball. And and why did, why did he have to play so much basketball, Sam? Remind me again. Oh, wait. Say, I, I, uh, I lost your, your train of thought. Why did he have to play? Oh, Patty, Patty Mills. Oh, we, we know why. I mean, it's because uh, number 11 was out. Exactly. It's not blame. It's the reason. He comes back. He, he plays on-ball defense, but he doesn't play system defense. It's like Kyrie just be doing his own thing and... He's like, I'm just doing my own thing. I'm I'm free, free. I just made that whole song up right there. But that's what I see. I hear that music in my head when I'm watching Kyrie play, especially in the first half. But you know what was the beautiful thing? Which is basically the only thing I have hope in going forward for the success of the Nets. Do you know what else? I, what I saw, which which is going to shape this whole rest of this conversation. Lay it on me. I saw Kevin Durant yelling at Kyrie Irving. See, the reason why I can't take, like, I can't rock with the Steve Nash, like. He coaches seven seconds or less. It, you, it is a read-react offense, and whoever the ball handler is has the choice of going ISO at any time. Go back and watch Linsanity. Go back and watch Ray Felton in that offense. Go back and watch whoever the hell you want. It doesn't elevate a team that doesn't have talent to a certain level. It doesn't. It it. If anything, because it demands that you shoot from deep, if you are not a skilled player, if you're not a player that that, that feels comfortable uh, uh, shooting on the catch and shoot, like Cam Thomas and, and others, uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna look good. But guess what? KD yelled at Kyrie, and I saw it. I rewinded it. I looked at it. I was like. That right there is the only... You don't get Steve Nash to yell at Kyrie. Kyrie, what what guard lines up in the post on a free throw? Like, he does it all the time. And we don't have to read his mind on why he does it. He said it on the podcast with Kevin Durant. I feel like I'm a power forward. 
and he's a hippie player and we got a hippie coach and it's the perfect fit in my opinion and I I, I just I, I it feels like every time we say Steve Nash's name we move further away from fixing the problem yeah I guess I mean look I like I go in and out on Nash I've been pretty defensive of him until semi recently which is that you know there's no excuse and this is where I think coaching does come into play or some type of mentality there's no excuse for the team to come out as flat as they do night in and night out and that I do think is emblematic of of a coach who's not totally getting through to um through to his team I also think that it's partially because they have a pretty chill relaxed uh vibe around them and they have two superstars who have won titles and they know that they can come back from anything as illustrated uh in yesterday's comeback win where they were down by as much as 21 um but and i also think that you know i think we can all agree whether whether you like it or not i think and and I, i know for you especially as someone who supports nash more than most you can at least agree that steve nash realistically Steve Nash will be fired before Kyrie Irving is released or traded like that to me is like without a doubt a fact which is why I think a lot of Nets fans and I don't think this is necessarily the right way to look at it but a lot of Nets fans can I argue can I argue that point yeah if you if you kidnap Sean Marks and Joe Sy put them in a room and gave them true serum and interrogated them. Now, they would die before saying this in public or for anyone to hear, but one day there will be a 30-30 about this Nets era. There will be documentaries about this Nets era. And as long as they're not made by by uh, 35 Ventures, <laughs> we'll... we'll that doc, as long as the documentary is not made by them, we'll, we'll get the truth about this but there's a reason why Kyrie's contract was pulled in the summer he said I, I shoot give it to me I'll sign it right now like right like it, it he 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 said yeah I'm, I'm just waiting for the contract they pulled his contract from the table they would never say it but I think there's some frustration there and and the other thing that you have to kind of remember Sean Marks fired Kenny Atkinson Wow. Josiah was the owner. He fired Kenny Atkinson. He made the choice of bringing one of his best friends in basketball. His words, not mine. Yep. To coach this team. He, in his first year, if it was not for that injury, and let's not even put it in ifs, he took a seven. He took a, a champion, the eventual champion, to seven games, and was a toe from moving forward. And none of those teams would have beaten Tom. Maybe some time would have would have gotten harder and a little better. I I don't know, but nobody gave Milwaukee a a, a series as as well as we did. And he was the leader of that. And that was a team designed to have three superstars. We gutted our team. 
to get James Harden. We changed because of you know we're we're bringing in and, and, and throwing together old dudes and guys off the scrap heap and and G leaguers. We still like we dismantled Boston. We got we made we made Ainge <laughs> retire. I, 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 maybe I'm speaking hyperbo- hyperbolically, but those are those are those are actual things that happen, right? Un- under Steve Nash. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I think it's hard. You can't, you can't kill Nash and then at the same time ignore everything that happened last year, which is why I do give him more leash than I think uh, a lot of other people do. I mean, there are people that wanted him fired all throughout you know, last year and early this year. And obviously those people have kept that same energy uh, up to this point. Right. But, but it's it, such a, it, I'm sorry. It, the reason why I rail against it is not because I love Steve Nash. The reason why I rail against it is because it doesn't, uh, when you, when you're incorrectly diagnosing a team's problems, right? Yep. You, you bring Spolstra here. Is Kyrie Irving running suicides like like they do in Miami? Or, or is this particular basketball team with all these old dudes, with with Blake Griffin and James Johnson, and at the beginning of uh, of the year Paul Millsap? Right? Can we agree those three dudes aren't yeah. the same <laughs> as they were? Who are you? Who are you bringing in? Your analogy that I think works really well, which, which as you know, at the end of the day, I do agree with, is like, is I think the way that Nets fans are operating is a bit like if your house has a major like hole in the roof, right? But you keep and but uh, and you have the heat on constantly because it's freezing, and you start blaming the heat because it's not because it's not working well enough. When it's like, right. well, the heat can only. The heat can only do so much. You have a five foot crater in your roof, and that's why it's fucking cold. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can you can blame you can blame the fact that you got like a that you have a bad thermostat, or that you've tried to put in all these like space heaters and whatnot. But at the end of the day, like if you fix the roof, like and you get that closed up, you're gonna be warmer. And and I think look, I personally think, and this is where you know people. This is why me and you and Bam. Uh, especially all three of us have become like three of the most hated people on Nets Twitter, which is pretty hilarious. But, you know, I don't think it's blasphemous, and I know it isn't, because when you talk to other NBA fans who are rational about it, they agree with us wholeheartedly. Like, it it isn't anti-Kyrie to say that a lot of the stuff that happened this year all deviates from, or sorry, all derives from his decision. Like, that isn't that isn't anti-Kyrie. That's that is like a an actual like fact. Like That's it what is, happened. Th- th- those are things that have been proven through articles that have come out, through quotes, through everything. If you want to talk like the James Harden situation, that is from Kyrie. Patty Mills being overworked, that's from Kyrie. A bunch of players on the team, um, including guys like Bruce Brown or um, you know, Javon, even if you want to go to like the Javon Carters of the world or whoever mm-hmm. being put in positions not to succeed when they were, when Sean Marks made a team that wasn't, uh, that, that was constructed not with the mindset that Kyrie was going to be out for the whole year. 
Right. And because of that, like people were put in positions that aren't meant to do well. Like your look, you work with you work with uh you work with programmers and a bunch of different people. If one of your top programmers wasn't there and a guy in marketing had to like fucking code, it would be a nightmare. Like it's just <laughs> exactly these, like these like I just think that to look was the Joe Harris injury bad? Hundred percent. I think that we're seeing that he's honestly one of the more. Um, underrated nets that honestly I've seen in my lifetime and I think his value completely goes under the radar uh, and like and the KD injury obviously killed them but like we can't act like like this season like has been you know cursed in a way that wasn't somewhat uh, in our control like or in like the quote-unquote nets control like if Kyrie was playing from the get-go my guess is you have a team with the with the same big three and maybe, you know, we wouldn't have Seth Curry and we wouldn't have, I mean, Simmons, we haven't even seen and Drummond, but like they would have made different moves to kind of make things better. You know what I mean? And like, I, I mean, look, I, like I think that Simmons can eventually be amazing with this team. I know you feel the same way, but I just, it, it's, it, it, it is really hard to get past the whole Kyrie thing, especially when, you know, you hear some of his quotes, uh, after these games where, you know, like the one I can never get over is like the him, him saying he doesn't really have any guilt for anything going on him <laughs> saying, you know, I could have used an extra day of rest when he has a back to back. Like that, he just, that one that, messed me up. Like that... he just has, he is tone deaf. He is tone. And, and, and he's either, he's either not bright, which I don't believe. I think he is. Um, uh, or he's or he's like fucking with people or he's the least self-aware person in human history and i don't know if it's that either i like i like i don't really know no, what ce- it is celebrity makes you it's it, ce- celebrity removes your your self-awareness because what really supports your self-awareness is when was when people outside of you kind of confirm what you may be have already been thinking or 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 something you may have noticed that it and you i mean you don't always take that advice you do what you want to do but right like Kyrie's from the generation that their parents told them you could do whatever you whatever you put your heart to you can do it and that's a great thing to tell your kids but I I always I I kind of tell my son it a little bit different whatever you are willing to work to do whatever you're willing to be a positive force and and seeing that vision happen like are you willing to be the person that you claim to be and uh and that's what's going to get you there is 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 pursuing that with consistency and i i don't celebrity is such a crazy thing because every time he says something freaking crazy like if i i always imagine if Kyrie had the charisma of Darren Williams, they probably we probably would have killed him by now. Like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. somebody would have hunted him down. Oh, like, he'd be gone. if Darren Williams did, if you took Darren Williams' personality and charisma, which he has zero, and because he and because he's so disconnected, he doesn't fight back. You know, misinformation or whatever. Like, they. The Billy King um, um, PR machine back then, and that's that's the reason why Sean Marks fired all of them day one. Uh, used to kill players on the way out. 
drop information, let people know. And the, the reality is all NBA players are assholes. <laughs> They're super rich and super baby for a long, long, long time. Every single one of to varying de- varying degrees, of course, and some of the guys who came up differently, you know, having the you know G League guys and, and late round picks and the, and the like, I may be a little humble, but if you've been around NBA players and it's part of the reason why they're great, they are hot. They have elite arrogance. <laughs> you just yeah. gotta. It's it's just how you stomach it. I, I remember when Kobe Bryant was not popular. I, I remember when people, it, it wasn't just this, you know, the consensus that we all loved Kobe Bryant. Like, I always loved Kobe Bryant. But there was a time where it was kind of like, that dude is an asshole. Fuck him. Yep. And, uh, uh, rest in peace. It, uh, a wonderful and beautiful human being and, and great basketball player, of course. But truth, if the truth is being be told, there was, there was a time people weren't rocking with Kobe like that. And it's just amazing. It's like a cult of personality where, where I can't I can't knock it. Um, I just wish it didn't affect my basketball team. And I'm so because there's nothing. Do you, you understand? Kyrie said, boldly, and without skipping a beat, without hemming and hawing, he they asked him what could be done to fix this, and he said, what, what's the problem? What's causing the issues?" And he said, "It's rotations." Yep. I, I couldn't believe it when I heard him say that. Cause, Cause he might as well said Steve Nash, right? Like that's what that yeah, means. It, it's actually interesting that it did. I mean, it's a good point by you. It's interesting that that didn't get as much attention as it did because that is as you know blatant. Like if LeBron had said that about Frank Vogel, that's mm-hmm. all Stephen A. and Skip Bayless are talking about for the next two days. Right like, and. And that's the thing. They're the least qualified to talk about it because when when these national uh, talking heads are analyzing a basketball team, they just use some traditional whatever. Uh, uh, they didn't get the job done. No. Think about this. We only have one point guard on this team. Kyrie Irving is not a point guard. We agree on that? Yep. We have one point guard on the team. It was Goran Dragic. He didn't play. Uh, we have <laughs> one floor spacer on the team right now. That's that Seth Curry. He didn't play. I mean, he played last night, but uh, he, he was injured. Um, I, I won't say James Johnson because most people will say or argue that it's better that he was hurt. LaMarcus Aldridge is coming back from something and he still doesn't look like how he did earlier in the season. No. Um, But still, you have all these holes in a lineup that's meant to have three superstars playing. When we gutted the team, it was for the concept that three superstars it didn't matter what you put on the team it didn't matter what you added on you could have Bruce Brown at the four or the five because you have three superstars the rest kind of they just got to fill in the cracks correct how do you now say Steve Nash 
the coach who hasn't had three superstars for no long period of time, but had us in first place. And that didn't change until we decided to bring back Kyrie Irving. Now, does that mean Kyrie is the worst? I hate him. He needs to get off the team. It doesn't. It means he has to we have to demand that he plays better. That he buys in a little bit more. I think that's a that we we want that from everybody on the team. Why why don't we want that from Kyrie? Yeah, I mean, look, when I when I, when I tweet about Kyrie, I almost feel the need to preface, like, you know, this doesn't mean I hate you. This doesn't mean – because it's like it's I, – I, I've never seen a dude – like, I think – this is what I think has happened. I think that because he is – because Kyrie is unfairly treated by certain members of the media, a lot of fans then project that anger they have towards people on the media, and they direct it instead of towards – at those media members – they direct it towards fans who say like normal critiques, like, and it's, and it, it's just weird to me. Like, I, I, like, I don't really know. Like, I don't get it. Like I want the guy to win and succeed as much as anybody. But like, if, if, if you told me today and I know this is this, I, I know you feel the same way. And I know someone like Matt feels the same way. If you told either of us, you know, that the team will never win a title with Kyrie as much as he wants to. Like, you know, uh, a prophet told us that. You have to trade him today, and if you trade him for X, Y, and Z, the team will win a title. I would say, okay, fine. And honestly, I would say the same thing about uh, about Durant. If you told me that Durant was never going to win a title with us right now, and I could trade Durant for this person and that person, and that would guarantee us winning a title, I would do it because I'm not a I, – like, I love KD, but I'm more of a Net fan than I am a KD or Kyrie fan. Like, I, I want to see the team win. Yeah, no, I and, – and therein lies the, um, the, the thing. It's like I think we're divided between a part of Nets fandom that, that has different principles – about how they see success. Yep. Or, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's why we have such a hard time communicating with them is because there's different types of fans. There's there's New York Nets fans, which that's you and Bam. You guys, y'all um, dad started with the team as the New York Nets and just kept you guys as as Nets fans throughout the New Jersey years too, right? Yep. Um, I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan, a fan of the team. When when they came to Brooklyn, like I, I, you you can't you can't be mad because I changed to the place that I'm born, live, raised my children, built my businesses. Like you can I, I, I the the point of moving a team somewhere is to become a part it it it's not we didn't come to brooklyn to be the annexed version of the new jersey nets like that's you 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 hear those arguments sam like yeah oh, how, so how did how did you become a nets fan i'm a brooklyn nets fan i'm from brooklyn the they bought a team to brooklyn like what what was i supposed to do not <laughs> like like it's the stupidest argument ever but because of the various levels of pain 
right? You're, you didn't become a Nets fan because they were sh the shiny new toy. You were a Nets fan during the time that it wasn't even really cool to be a Nets fan, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, because of that, when they were in New Jersey, it didn't really matter so much. Like, yeah, they were irrelevant, but so what? They're irrelevant. I just want them to win. Relevance or not, I want to win. I want to win a championship. This J these Jason Kidd years are awesome. Can we have more of that, please? Let's at, let's be in the running to win a championship, and let's th let that be the team standard. Let's let that be who we are. I feel like the New York Nets fans are very much on in, in that space. But then there's the New Jersey Nets fans. The New Jersey Nets fans suffer from the reason why the like there are more Knicks fans than Nets fans in New Jersey. I feel like especially northern New Jersey feels like they're part of New York. Feels like they're New York's uh uh you know backyard. And so that's why it never took that stadium was empty all the time. That it was one of two teams that that wore New Jersey on 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 the on the uniform, and they New Jersey wasn't rocking with it. But the dudes who were rocking with it, all they wanted all that time was to be recognized, was to be cool, was to be was was to be on on sports. The Nets had Vince Carter. The most highlight, <laughs> like he, he was one of the top dudes in 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 the NBA. I'm not exaggerating, right, Sam? No, no he, he was. He was, yeah. He he was a superstar, superstar, right? Not star, superstar, correct? Yep. Yep. And nobody cared. He was in New Jersey. Nobody cared. And I feel like that group of, of fan, of that part of the fan base argues with your part of the fan base and my part of the fan base and I'm going to break down the Brooklyn Nets fans uh, uh, because they like being relevant they like being, this is what they've been waiting for the whole time, they've had great teams and nobody cared they've had great players and nobody cared so now we have Kyrie Irving. We have Kevin Durant. We're on first take every day. We're in Nick's Wright's mouth every day. How dare that guy grow his hair long? Who the fuck does he think he's Fabio? You you get the Turkish delight on your dome piece. You don't go brag and grow your hair out like Fabio, Nick Wright. <laughs> your hair plugs don't give you that license for you to be doing that type of shit. Nick Wright, but they like being, you know, just they're talking about us. Yep. And and then there's the Brooklyn Nets fans. The Brooklyn Nets fans, a lot of us made the decision, yo, I'm going to switch from the Knicks or I didn't really have a team before, but I'm going to join this Nets shit. I don't want this to be another addition to the Mets and the Jets and the Giants and all the shit that we suck at in New York. <laughs> Being new fans, this is supposed to be something new. It's supposed to be great. It's supposed to be, we're not supposed to be losers. We take the 
the all the things the Nets in Jersey had. They had great teams. They had uh, uh, great young players. They've had superstars, and, and you know, like Jason Kidd and Vince Carter, and nobody cared. We're gonna. It's in Brooklyn now. Good teams. Now people care. People starting to care. It's growing. It's a. It's a. It's a huge dude thing. And and we're not. But we're not getting the basketball we wanted either. We don't want it like how you you guys you guys want it a different way. I recognize that. I, I'm I'm sometimes I listen to the conversations that you and Matt have, Sam. Yeah. And I say, you know what? That's fair. I see why y'all so angry. I see the frustration. <laughs> I understand. But these other dudes just be like, you, you know what? I hate you, Nick Wright. You're a bitch, James Harden. Fuck you, Pawthorn. Pawthorn. The only thing I would add to what you said <laughs> is I also think there is a sect that I think is really loud. And maybe this is part of what you were getting at, but I was just making kind of more of a, of a subsect. There is there is the subsect of fans that, like, basically started rooting for the team either the second KD and Kyrie came or maybe a year before when they got, like, oh when they were a little when they were a little sexier with the whole Delo thing going on because Delo yep. Delo was his own house of highlights like for a guy that wasn't particularly great house of highlights and twitter and social media was obsessed with him Delo so, had charisma yeah he had he, you know Delo is cool yep and and to kind of you know so they're a, a cross section of that and and you're right and I might be painting some New Jersey Nets fans with that brush because there is a group of fans that weren't Nets fans but when we started to get cool they were like all right it's the they were they were the type of people that were putting their toe in the water <laughs> they were trying to see oh is, is it cool to come here and root for this team all right Karis the third D-Lo all right these young dudes this is kind of cool all right ah oh, Basquiat jerseys oh no no not Basquiat Kuji jerseys okay biggie I like I like Victorious B.I.G., all right, baby, baby, baby. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll be coming that fan. I'm one of y'all now. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're right, you're right. That's another group. And then don't forget, and, and I'm going to pass it to you, do not forget the Kyrie stands. That's another, that's another cross-section that might, you know, be kind of bleeding into this conversation it makes it kind of hard to gauge what's real yeah I, I just think that like you know it it just it's just weird coming from uh look i look the, the new generation like all of you know everyone that is like uh from i would say i i have a cousin who's a freshman in college and like from him to even i would say like around you know trey's age and younger a lot of people in that age group, like, just don't root for teams. You know, it really is a player culture across basketball. It's the strongest, but you even see it in football. You see it in uh, baseball to a lesser extent. And like, like, like for me, that's just still so foreign, you know, because New York is such a team town. It's never been like a, an I player town. Uh, let me share, let me share this with you. This one, you're dead on. And however, I will say this. Um, on my brother, I'm not my brother. On my son's basketball team, uh, I feel like because the Nets are good, 
and because the Nets have those players, they're more associated of uh, to to the team. Like they connect to the team more, and that's and that's just front runnerism. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you got a good team. The team is fun to watch. It's fun to root for. Those kids, when they say they're they're called the Red Storm, they chant Red Storm. Red Storm. They're not doing that copying the Nets chant um, um, if the Nets are losers. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's yeah, when you, when when your local team, the team that identifies with where you're from and who you are sucks, that's when you retreat to, ah, it doesn't matter that the Knicks suck. I'm I'm a LeBron um, fan. I, I go wherever LeBron go. And that way you could be a winner and you can, you know, or, or, or I'm a Kyrie stan. I'm, I stand with him socially and politically. So win or lose, game, win games, lose games, it doesn't matter. Are we saving the Seals next week? Uh, I'm, I'm with it. Like, that, there's, you're right. There's, there's different lanes in this thing. <laughs> and, like, and so it's just weird from my perspective because, like, you know, like, obviously, obviously, the thing that I want the most is I as I want to see the Nets win a title with with Katie and Ky, and Kyrie. But the thing that I want the most more than that is a ti- is a title. And like so, it's weird when to see. What, I think a lot of the disconnects when we have Nets conversations, not me and you, but like in the spaces or on Twitter or whatever it is, is that there's like we're basically talking past each other because some people go into these arguments knowing. There's no chance I'll blame Kyrie, or there's no chance I'll ever put any blame on or fault on Nash, or there's no chance I'll ever yeah. put any fault on Kyrie because, like, we're just lucky to have them. Like, it's so sick, or like, this guy's my favorite player, or whatever. And it's just like, uh, that's just like not how anything like operates. Like, look at how much blame throughout their careers all of the great like New York athletes took. Right. You know, like Eli was getting like Eli got killed, Jeter got killed. You know, like Patrick Ewing got killed. So like. This idea yep. that these guys like are, uh, you know, infallible and like you can't say anything about them or like if you do, it means that like whatever. I just don't like. At a certain point, you, you're... you know what kind of player doesn't mind being demanded to be a winner? Oh, a winner? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I'm serious. You know yeah. what kind of player doesn't mind fans demanding him to do better, demanding him to to be better? It's the player that demands it of himself. Yep. If he's already there, if he's already recognizing, yo, my defense is trash. I, I need to step it up. Right? That's 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 a winner's mindset. And so it shouldn't be a problem if you ruthlessly want the team to win. I I I don't care. I I want I would be so happy if the Nets win a championship with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. I want this to be worth it, Sam. I've, I truly do. And and I think the way that they get there is not basically being their yes-men. It's not basically just, you know, kowtowing to whatever thing they do. That's the fastest road to being a loser. If you love someone, you speak honestly to them. Yep. You hold them accountable. And back to basketball, I, Ky, I saw Kevin Durant holding Kyrie accountable. That made me very happy. You didn't. You you, you might have missed that, Sam. You, 
I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy to hear it because it's not, it's beyond necessary. But I, I like, I don't know. It's just like the, the last thing I'll say on that on this specific topic is like, could you imagine? You know, mm-hmm. could you imagine? Um, had 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 Derek Jeter missed half the season for something, and then he came back and he was like, "Man, it really sucks that we have to play the, a night game against the Red Sox, and the next day we have to play a day." One, game. one, it's two thirds, right? How many games do we have left? Uh, it, it'll it will be twenty five games, or it's under thirty, mm-hmm. right? Um. Uh, regardless, it's 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 more like two thirds. It's not half. He didn't miss half the game. He missed two thirds of the games, and because of that, it that's the way it needs to be measured. It it shouldn't be um that you, you can't mistake that part. That's that's a reality of the situation. I think the way we talk about it makes it seem like it's only been half, two thirds, my guy. Yeah, like and so it, like it, it just imagine, like imagine Jeter missing, you know, two thirds, two thirds, two thirds <laughs> the game, and then coming and then coming back and and in one of his first games back, they're like, do you feel bad about missing all those games? No. Next question, do you? Uh, uh, Sorry. No, you're good. That, of course, that the next question is: uh, is uh, do you um, uh, someone someone asked him like, how, how do you feel about tomorrow's game after playing a night game? And he's like, honestly, I could use another day off. Like, <laughs> like it would be, it would be like the biggest like it's 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 honestly insane. Like, I, it would, I, I'm just picturing Derek Jeter doing that. It would be on the cover of the Daily News or like the Post, and it would say like Jeter needs more rest or something. No, like that. no better. Imagine Alex Rodriguez doing that. Right, right. That's even a better example. Yeah. They would crucify him. Yep. <laughs> All right. How do we fix it? What? Let's 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 have product productive talk now. How do how do we fix this? If 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 you want to talk near term, tell tell me near term. If you've got a near term and a, and a long term, you, you can mix them up. But how do we fix this, Sam? I mean, look, I don't think the team is like right now. I don't think the team is just is particularly that good. So, like, if you told me, in part due to injury, like even guys who are playing being banged up, like I think Curry, this Curry Dragic thing is obviously not ideal. Um, mm-hmm. Like, if you told me that Simmons was coming back, I think that the sky's the limit for this team because he is, like, when you watch the games on both sides, he's the guy that they're missing. And I don't want to be repetitive because we've said that, like, a gazillion times. Like, it's just clear he's the guy that they need. And so, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, uh, it's, in the long term, I think this summer is going to be really interesting, but I think there's too many things that have to be worked out to even – kind of have a discussion obviously starts and ends with Kyrie but I I mean I, you're gonna we're all gonna assume that he's back um and and so I like I I, I mean for this year I don't really know I don't it, it's it's partially why my fandom this year has kind of um wavered a little or not my fandom but like how intense I've been in terms of watching every second of every game has changed because like it it, it it just feels like you're watching an incomplete product and it's kind of like well, what am i what am i getting out of this to a certain extent like it's it's been like one heartbreak after another they're not healthy they're they don't they they look for two-thirds of almost every game 
besides maybe the Heat game recently, but about throughout most games, they basically look totally uninterested in playing. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I have no idea what to expect, but I know that I haven't <laughs> enjoyed it that much. <laughs> I, what I, I think the solution is within Kevin Durant's ability. I saw Kyrie Irving and and Kevin Durant alone dominate, dominate the Bucks. I saw it. It was a thing of beauty. The, but the reality of the situation is, I let's take someone I think is is the best coach. Um in basketball um all, all of the all of it the x and o's the intangibles the being a face of the franchise all that got the, the guy in the press conference he gets it he gets it all right and that's and that's monty williams yep you you think he's good right like, yeah um, he's great i i think he's fantastic i think players love him yep. i think i think um uh, you know that he's great with the X and O's. He's got great instincts. Uh, tremendous, tremendous coach. If you switch Monty Williams for for Steve Nash, I don't see how you could pretend <laughs> that that Monty Williams wouldn't have been hurt the same way if his two superstars just wasn't available. <laughs> Uh, if he had to play teams, you know, where two of the five players were always low first round and, you know, mid-second round rookies. Right. It's just just silly to think. Like, we've seen Monty Williams without a monster team that's, that's a pretty good team. There's, there's a few... There's a first overall. There's there's a, a, a lot of high lottery picks that got the chance to grow. And then they added Chris Paul. And Chris Paul has been more available than our superstars. Yep. We lose 17 games of win shares based off of their injuries. 17 games. If we convert nine of them, we're in first place. We're 10 games better. We have 10 more wins. We are in first place. I, it, the, the way you fix this team is only through Kevin Wayne Durant. That's it. That's it. And and we saw it last night. Like some people were, of course, that's the way that 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 they like to hit Nash is with. Oh, Kevin Kevin Durant is the coach. No. Kevin Durant is the leader. He's the face of this team. This is this is his team. He's moving into LeBron James territory right now. The Lakers are out of the playoffs this year. Whose fault is it, Sam? It is. It is LeBron James' fault. It's his team. Rob Palenka is whatever. Frank Vogel is whatever. And you know he's whatever because he's getting fired. And... And 
there'll be a new coach, and LeBron James will be here. And he went and got Westbrook. And he flushed down all those those rookies down the, the, the toilet. That's LeBron James, right? It's his team. Well, guess what, Brooklyn Nets fans? The Brooklyn Nets are Kevin Durant's team, and I believe in Kevin Durant. And I'm look, the seven seconds or less offense is a read react offense. The ball handler gets to make a decision. You go the 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 offense is usually triggered by a pick. You see Claxton coming out. You see the other players coming out. Whether in the first half they ran zero offense, right? Right, Sam? No offense was being run in the, in the first half. It was basically, I'm just going to do what I want. In the second half, because Kevin Durant opened his mouth and was like, trust the offense, just run it. That's the, for better or worse, I don't care if it's Monty Williams, I don't care if it's Mike D'Antoni, I don't care who you put in that locker room. If Kyrie doesn't feel like listening to them, he's not. Is is that crazy to say, Sam? No, I, I total, I 100, 100%. You, you also knew, you knew in yesterday's game that shit was off the rocker because, and I tweeted this and of course I got shit for it. In the first half, Kyrie had more, shot attempts than KD and Curry combined. Correct. And I also, like I said earlier, Kevin Durant made it a premium to get Kyrie Irving the ball so that Kyrie will get an opportunity to get out of his funk. He understands he cannot win if Kyrie's mind is not right. That is an intelligent thing to do. It's the opposite of what the 76ers did. The 76ers, instead of embracing their superstar talent, regardless of what you want to say, he's NBA All-Defense before he was 25 years old. Twice. That's not normal. They... Instead of protecting him and maybe chewing him out behind the scenes, they got on the mic in front of the world and they put it all on on Ben Simmons' shoulders. Kevin Durant is too intelligent to do something like that. Kevin Durant, even if he felt that way, would never say it. And he shouldn't. He needs to be the fate. He's half the people that's here is here because he wanted them here. And that's the way this shit works. He is the superstar. He is the one that 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 all the chips. You got Kevin Durant. You if you if your hand has Kevin Durant in it, you pushing your chips all of them into the middle of the table. Yep. No so, choice. So he, I saw it right before the half. I'm going to find it and I'll post it. He was talking vigorously, something that James Harden never was afraid to do. That is not necessarily in, in Kevin Durant's demeanor to be the guy that does the correcting. However, 
last night I saw him doing it and that is the thing that will fix this squad if he steps up and empowers the coach dude sorry I'm getting reclaimed <laughs> in Miami LeBron James wanted to fire Spolstra It's Miami. In Miami, Pat Riley is the power. He has the rings. He has the gravitas to be able to be like, nah, that's not what we're going to do. You can forget that. But there's no one like that at the Brooklyn Nets. The person who has the power, the person who really is needs to be the catalyst to get things right, to get everybody doing what they're supposed to be doing and focused going forward is it's not it's not Sean Marks it's not Steve Nash it's Kevin Durant what do you think of that i a thousand <coughs> it starts and it starts and ends with uh with with KD cuz he's he, he, I mean, I think the comparison you made to LeBron is is right. Like he, he, I think he partially went to the Nets in order to have the type of control that I think that he has here. And his, um, his what you call it, his fingerprints are all over this roster, and and all over. You know, like you have um, what's his name, the assistant coach, like Harrington and Ivy, who he was close with. You have Nash here. You have Kyrie here. I don't think it's a coincidence that, like, in the bubble, they were going to have Michael Beasley, who's one of his best friends. Like, right. it's – he's – you know, that's that's the reason why it makes me nervous. I know me and you have texted about this before. But that's why this whole thing of his, of his friendship and love with Kyrie is, you know, it's a double-edged sword. And it – it's – and it – and it does become concerning a little bit when it sounds like playing with him is more important than winning because I don't know, like I don't know where that where that leads us because it, it's you know it's it's just nerve wracking like when you're when all your when you push all your chips into the into the middle with Kyrie it's not like pushing all your chips in the middle with someone like you know a, a, like a Lillard type or a KD right. or whatever who you know just like wants to be out on the court and would die on the out on the court there. Like it's just it, it's hard, and that's his and and that's his prerogative. He doesn't have to be like that. He doesn't have to. We don't have. He doesn't have to fulfill any of our basketball <laughs> expectations. But he has to be accountable for the reasons why we don't win. It has to be a part of the. Um, it has to be a part of the. Uh, the equation when we're talking basketball. It's not... All all we want to do is focus on the thing that'll help us win. Because as long as we have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, we have a shot. But they have to be... It, it, the, the hunger, right? I, 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 I hate these cliche things that you can't... You can't measure it, but they they just have to kind of want it, right? They look like they wanted it in the second half of the Nick game. How many have we won in a row now, Sam? 
Two? Two, yeah. Dude. What do we got left? How many games? Let's, let's look at the games we have left and get yeah. out of here. Got Cleveland on. We got Cleveland tomorrow, Friday, mm-hmm. at home, and then we have the Pacers at home. Mm. What do you think we're going? I mean, like it's weird. Cleveland just a team that I'm not afraid of. So I think we'll probably go two and zero, but I think it probably won't be pretty. I mean, the Pacers are trying to lose games, so that's a win. Mm-hmm. The the issue the issue for me and Bam just texted us is that um, so this looks like the Celtics are sitting Tatum and Horford tonight against the Bucks, which <laughs> would I guess which which would propel the Bucks ahead of the uh, ahead of the Celtics, mm-hmm. which makes them the two seed, which obviously like I would I I would be happy with us playing anybody in the first round except for Milwaukee, and. So are, I mean, are we? But but we're gonna be. If we beat Cleveland, yep. Right. Let's say so. We win these three games, and that's not a given. But let's say we win these three games. You mean the the, the, the remaining two? No, excuse me. The the my bad. The the remaining two. I'm ridiculously counting the next game in my head for some reason. Like we didn't win it already. <laughs> oh, I um, I I just remember. Okay, if we win these th- these three games against these not so great teams, these beatable teams, we should be fine. Now, is Jared Allen back or not? I heard no. he was back, but is he? I don't, I don't, I don't think he was back. Let me say, I didn't think he was back yet. Um, if we should win these three games, and if we win these three games, we should be the seventh seed. So we wouldn't we see Boston then? No, because. Because Boston is the two right now, but if Boston loses tonight, then Milwaukee goes to two. Oh, I'm thinking they were going to one. Oh. No one's probably Miami. Miami's up two games on everyone, and everybody has two or three games left. So Miami and Miami's won five in a row. They're gonna they're gonna be the one seed. So then the question is: the Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers are all two are all within a half a game of each other. They're they're all two or two and a half games behind the Heat, but so the the Celtics play the Bucks tonight, and the Bucks are a massive favorite, especially with Tatum not playing, mm-hmm. uh, and Horford not playing, and then the Sixers play the the Raptors in Toronto without Thibel, obviously because of his vaccination stuff, um, <laughs> and then and then the Bucks so the Bucks have three games left. The Bucks have the Celtics tonight. The Pistons tomorrow, and then they're off Saturday, and then they play the Cavs again on Sunday. Um, so, so I mean, the unfortunate thing is that it looks like the Milwaukee's now going to be on pace for two, and the only way that we would get to eight is a way that we don't really want to, which is we either lose the seven-eight game, or and then we play the winner of nine-ten, or we or we have to uh, what you call it. Or we have to uh, win two games if we fall out, fall into the nine ten. The basketball gods don't like it when you try to play those. Like they have to no. win out. They can't play any games. They can't if it if it's Milwaukee. So be it. I I would rather it not be Milwaukee. I would rather it be someone we would be less dependent on on being fully fit. But. I, I, 
I think I think if we have KD, we have Kyrie in a playoff setting, a playoff format. We we should beat them. I I, I that's for as much as people say I'm doom and gloom, we should beat them. I I'm sorry. We have we have the best player. Well, damn, that boy Giannis is very good. I <laughs> we have the second best player <laughs> and the third best. I mean the thing the thing the thing that's lucky is that whoever gets Boston in the first mm-hmm. round. Sorry. You, you, the person you know who gets work from home dudes. I got you. The person <laughs> the person who uh who gets Boston in the first round avoids Robert Williams before he comes back from the meniscus thing. So like and and it's also funny because you know, and this will be a whole other conversation. I'm sure you'll engage with us Celtics and Sixers fans. There's a whole, I mean, there's there's at least, I've heard there's at least, someone reported say there's at least one or two prominent Celtics that aren't unvaccinated. So if they fall really? to three, so if they fall to four, which is, which they could, and then they have to play the Raptors who are the five, like, or, or this, and the Sixers obviously have Thibel who it appears isn't vaccinated. Like, it, you're you're also getting into some interesting stuff where maybe people are going to try to not play uh, the Raptors in the first round. Wow, it's which getting in, really spooky. <laughs> it's getting which, really spooky. Which in a way, which in a way is actually good for the Nets because the Raptors are stuck at five, and mm-hmm. if the if the Sixers and Celtics want to avoid the Raptors because of this whole vaccination stuff, then they're going to want to try to get two. So that's why, you know, it's it's a little surprise. I mean, the Celtics are resting Tatum, but I mean, who knows the Bucks? I mean, look, we beat the Bucks without without KD, so exactly. Um let's see how it lo- let's see how it lands, man. I look, we 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 get into form. We start trusting each other. Less of this one-on-one stuff. Run your sets. Trust the offense. Let someone set a pick with you. Play a two-man game with KD. It doesn't have to be Kobe Bryant every... You knew what Kyrie was trying to do. He came in with with, 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 with Kobe's portrait on his sweater. <laughs> he, came, he came in with Mamba mentality for sure. And it didn't work. Nope. The one-on-one stuff didn't work. Oh, by and, the way, um, oh, I was just gonna say while we were while we were potting, they so they announced the dates of everything for the plans, so or just in terms of like a timing and rest, and you know, if and when if we could possibly ever get Simmons back, whatever. Mm. So, so the the seventh play the the seven uh, eight game in the East is on the on April twelfth. So what is that? A week from a week from Tuesday, this mm-hmm. past Tuesday. And then the winner of those games – oh, sorry. And then, and then the 9-10 game is the next day for both. And then two days later is the, the, like, the winner of you know, the first game against the loser of the second and of, of both conferences. That's April 15th. Right. And playoffs start the 19th. So if the Nets can get out of there, that's another almost two weeks for Simmons. I mean, they said that Simmons – Steve Nash said, quote, he'd be shocked if Simmons was back for the play-in. The play-in's not for about a week. Right. So, and then you got – and then if the Nets were to win their first play-in game, then they don't play for another week after that. So 
you know, or around, or around another week after. So, I mean, well, I mean, who knows? But I listen. I I I, I my expectation is that. No matter what these dudes do, they're we're, I feel like we're the best team. I feel like I feel like Ben. If Ben plays, like let's say, it won't be the playing, and I really doubt if it'll be the first round. But I yeah. could see something like the second round. Like he just comes out and he plays and it's beautiful and it works right away. It fits perfect. He, you know, you swap him in into the Bruce Brown role, into those James Johnson minutes. Like those, the reason why I, 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 I will always believe this. The reason why James Johnson plays is one, because we don't have a backup point guard and you need another ball handler on the floor and they don't really have that. And two, He's kind of a placeholder for for Ben. And the team could just seamlessly add him. Like, he could just join, and it'd be good. And it'd be that big wing that all of a sudden everybody knows. Like, for all these years, I've been saying, Sean Marks needs to get big wings. Sean Marks needs to get big wings. For, like, five years on the (laughs) fucking Twitter, I've been screaming Aaron Gordon. I've been screaming Christian Wood. I've been screaming Jeremy Grant. All before they became big contract players. Yep. Uh, because the NBA is changing, and you need big wings to guard big wings who are skilled and who are the most pivotal players on winning and losing. It's the reason why Phoenix is good. They're the 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 tip of the spear of their attack is Devin Booker, is Chris Paul, our guards. But they have wings, just bouncy, long, athletic dudes throughout that roster. We don't have that. That that was a dereliction of duty by Sean Marks. But it's not new. I've been saying it forever. And if we could get back a dude like the prototypical wing defender, who else would you want in terms of just doing that job, wing defender? There's not many better than him. Kawhi, and even Kawhi isn't even really that dude anymore because of injuries. Who, who's better? Who's the better wing defender than, than Ben? No, I mean, look, he's... I mean, look, he's been, like, in a league of his own as a wing defender. Maybe you, if you want to add uh, Bridges now in Phoenix, who's great. But, like, beyond that, like, he's... And, and that's him playing... Um, and that's him basically playing, what you call it... Uh, like in a system that wasn't even meant for him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It, it was not designed to get out of him what he does. But he, he, I feel like he, he did, he flourished in it. Like if you're the, if you're not a point guard, point guard. If you're six ten, and in the entire NBA, you are the, you have assisted more three pointers than anyone else the last three years. You are perfect for for the the um, Brooklyn Nets. I think he could have a great effect on Patty, because Patty is a system player. Like you could run those pick and rolls with with Ben and his kickout game to to Patty. He's going to be able to catch, get three pointers in rhythm. 
I think he could really, really be revolutionary for this team. I, I, him so, and, I and Kevin Durant could be amazing. I, look, it, it is an issue right now. If someone asked you, like, who are the three best passers on the Nets, you'd mm-hmm. probably say, like, what, like, KD, Dragic, and, like, like I literally don't know, like, Blake? Like, they don't they don't have, like, they, they need... Simmons on both sides of the floor is legitimately, if someone was like, what do they need right now? It would be like, oh, they need someone like Ben Simmons. Right. Last night, they couldn't, they couldn't run a fast break to save their lives. They, they get up, they get out on the break and pull up the ball, like, and and just stop. That's dead when you have, when you have Ben. Ben could just get the ball and go, which is another part of you know SSOL seven seconds or less the system the Nets run the superstars decide not to play and not for bad reason that is usually the best choice and do you really want Kevin Durant running all the time he's tired he's probably the best defender they have to slow it up but if you had Ben if I told told you that, that, that you could sit KD and Kyrie, and you had a lineup um, of, and you had a lineup of of Simmons, Mills, Curry, you know, uh, Blake, and like even like Lamar, or not Lamarcus, because that, that's too much, but like you could and, do Kessler, and Kessler, like that lineup would be a great rest, like that's a good, or or like even Bruce Brown or something, like right, you could put a good lineup, yeah, you could go, you could go, um, Ben Simmons. Uh, Curry, Patty, yep. Uh, uh, Bruce. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Kessler. And, and and you're rocking. Yo, Kessler. Kessler is has been looking okay, shooting wide open from three. I like. Uh, yeah, Kessler. I, Kessler. Kessler's the best rookie on the team. They're gonna have to cut somebody because. Because Kessler has to be on the playoff roster. You need you need that dude yeah. to play. Like, let me ask you something. Who do you want for t- for for if Chris Middleton is war- is is you, you know like you've watched enough Bucks games when Middleton starts feeling in the first quarter, you're like, mm-hmm. oh fuck, we're we're into something right now because you can tell with Chris Middleton games off the top bat. Right. If Middleton comes out in hot, like I don't want the Nets' response to be, oh well, here comes James Johnson in right now, and I, and I don't even hate James Johnson. It's got like you just put Kessler on him and like have right. him stick on him, and right, like, no, like, it, like what you gone. have to, what 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 basketball fans have to understand is when you sign these older vets that take these minimums to come to your team, you've promised them some minutes. Yep, you've promised to protect their bodies too. Like, listen, I don't really got it like that. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta, you can't really play me because I don't really have any jumps left. And so sometimes they play over the rookies, not necessarily because they're they're the better choice. It's just they, there's an agreement made that they were gonna be able to play for a championship, and if they came to your team, that would have been the case. So I'm not saying that's a big proponent as to why players play. A lot of times they play because you could trust. You could trust veterans. It's 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 a crutch a lot of coaches um, go for, but they they need Kessler. They need Kessler just in case someone gets hurt. They don't have many 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 wings, and even though last night um, playing small uh, really saved them, they uh 
they're gonna have to find another way to uh, to uh, deploy these guys in, um, in in the playoffs, and you can't you can't do it without Kessler. You you really need that kid. This you can't rely on him. He can't be the pivotal point, but we need him. C- correct? Yeah, I think he has to be on the team. So I, I guess my last question for you is. Who, which uh, of these of Johnson, Aldridge, and um, and Blake? Which which one would you cut? Um, <clears throat> I think first of all, I don't think Blake or uh, James Johnson is coming back. Uh, or, but I think they're definitely going to be on the playoff roster. Golly, that's a tough one. Because I almost wonder, like. I tweeted this yesterday and some people were like I actually agree with you and some people were like no fucking chance you're an idiot like all the random normal Twitter crap right. <laughs> like, someone like I said like you know with the way the Nets play I'm not sh- I'm not sure that like maybe Aldridge is the guy that should be cut like I was just like and, and he was so good earlier in the year and he really does help us getting a bucket but I was just trying to think of like with Drummond as like a big body like what are the situations where Aldridge is like is useful because he can't play defense and like the way that they play offense I, like he doesn't have the pick and roll guy anymore with with Harden so I just don't know what his use is I, and I love like I've loved Aldridge as a that but like right. I just don't like I almost rather have James Johnson to like hard foul like Giannis or something no I, I don't even know if he's a really about that life anymore but he might not. Uh, it's a, it's a, what, what Aldridge to defend Aldridge, what Aldridge does do is he, he absorbs Giannis a little bit better. He can't footwork wise do anything with Giannis, but he can meet him at the rim, absorb, absorb the, 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 the contact a little bit more cause he's a bigger guy. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I'm, I'm. This, these guys aren't the same guys from the middle of the season. No. Uh, uh, the they're losing the battle of attrition <laughs> right now because they're older guys. It's just the reality of the situation. Um, man, so, that's a tough one. I don't even know who I pick. Like, I, so, I don't even know how to answer that one. So we agree, though. Like, so I think it seems like I think and all of that's all of that's fans agree especially because he's been playing well but also because of what we saw last playoffs I think Blake has to make it yeah I Blake has to make it Blake I, Blake is like our guy he's he also I mean Nash won't play him for I don't really know what reason but he's not playing but I do think he's I think he it's I it's think the it's the lack of ball handlers yeah that that's that's the only reason why Blake is not playing is because on the floor at any given point there's not enough people who can handle the ball and even though Blake could do other things it's just we don't have anyone who can do it especially when Dragic is not there Dragic hasn't been great but what Dragic does is at least he could he could get the team into a set at least he could give Kyrie and KD a rest for bringing the ball up the only other per after Drogic, who else can bring the ball up? Right. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Jo- yeah. James Johnson and, uh, is the closest to that we got. 
And who would have uh, who would have thought me and you and Bam actually were all saying from the start of the year, like I don't know why Nets fans are doing, you know, somersaults and kickflips or whatever over over the Cam Thomas crap and like <laughs> the dude like he's not he's not gonna sniff like playoff minutes especially with Dragic when Dragic comes back. Right. He he could be in the wings if someone gets hurt, but I. People keep saying that he's instant offense. He's instant offense if his offense is working that particular day. It's not working <laughs> all the time. And the last thing that you need on this team, it's, it's, it's why the Nets offense doesn't look like it, it's an offense, is because Kyrie is a freelancer, Kevin Durant is a freelancer, uh, uh, Cam Thomas is a freelancer. It's not good one-on-one ISO offense. You need different types of players that allow you to to that if if you're gonna have two that are gonna break the offense for good reasons. Again, like I I, I always say that Kyrie doing whatever the fuck he wants is probably a better shot than anything in a system. But when it's not working, you need you it you don't have to add another dude who's gonna do that too. It doesn't make the team better. You need someone who could actually move the ball and get us into and, and get us into some buckets. Like uh, I'm shocked that we don't have anyone else after Drogic. <laughs> it's it's very very weird how we're put together right now. And and again, here here we go again. If Ben Simmons is playing, none of this matters because he brings the ball up. He's our point center sometimes. Uh, he does it. Literally does that problem. All right, man. Anything else? No, that's all I got. My dude. He's at Sam LaChow. I'm at Eve Dark Boos. We are at Pod Pod Thorn. We out. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.